Hello, everyone, and welcome to another podcast episode of Let's Chat About Death. And I'm joined by two very special people today. We have Jess and Emma. Let's give a round of applause for them. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm, and yeah, now there's silence. Yeah, I'm nothing. sure the applause Oh, is for there us. you are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'd be good if I turn that. That knob on, yes. Thank so, everyone. yeah. So, uh, welcome, welcome, ladies. Um, so, today's topic is going to be on funeral etiquette um, and the do's and don'ts and things like that. So, Jess, do you want to want to go through some of that? I would love to go through some of that. Funeral etiquette is probably one of the most frustrating things for funeral directors um, because we endeavour for a funeral to run perfectly, smoothly, no hiccups. Um, But for that to happen, we have to rely on our guests to to do the right thing. Um, So, look, there's there's so many different topics. Um, The first first thing that comes to mind with, you know, funeral etiquette is – Make sure you're on time. Yeah, well, that's a... Yeah, I mean, you're going to someone's event, uh, someone's funeral, and you know ahead of time how long it's going to take you to get from A to B. But some people say, I got caught in traffic. Well, if it's, an, an, I guess, an area that you don't normally go to, then maybe be there half an hour prior to. I think that's important. Yep. Stop and have a coffee. That's right. It's better to be earlier than to be late. I think that's the the best thing. Um, Yeah. We often see people, you know, once the services started as funeral directors, we're normally, you know, making sure everything runs smoothly on the outside. So we make sure our celebrants are ready to go, AVs ready to go. So we can often be in the foyer of a chapel and people run in and they're they're embarrassed, you know. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, or they'll, or they'll end up being in the foyer because they don't want to go. They don't yeah. want to cause any ruckus, yeah. I guess, with all of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, look, and a couple of minutes late, you know, you get it. But there are some people that can be almost the entire service late. Yeah. Yeah, so we, see, we, we saw one um, a couple of months back, you'll remember. They came in 45 minutes after the service started. Yeah. Like, you've missed the majority of it. Yeah, um, yeah. So but I'll sign my name in the book to make it yeah, out as yes. though that I've been here, though. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, yeah, so that's probably the biggest, yeah, the, the, the number one rule, don't mm. be late. What's another thing that you reckon comes with that, that title, the etiquette of a funeral? I think number two rule is make sure your mobile phone is turned off. Yeah, so the, the rules behind that, I guess, would be... And it's always... I mean, as a celebrant, I would always say, you know, please, for those people that have got mobile phones, switch them off. You know, it is hard under these conditions. And majority of the time, people don't even reach for their handbag or their wallet or whatever and guarantee it. Someone's phone would ding, go off or whatever. And we even had um, the other day a... Uh, a gentleman that was doing a ritual service for uh, one of our one of our lovely guys that, that passed away, um, and his phone went off, and he's the one that's leading the that that ritual service for for this person, um, and it was it was connected with the RSL. So I mean, when you talk about 
you know, things that are going to happen, you, you just make sure that you do cross your T's and dot your I's before you even start doing anything because I think that's, you know, when you talk about respect and dignity and all that, I mean, there wasn't much of that. Yeah. Um, and also common courtesy for that person. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's, this is their last special day. And yeah. it's just a common yeah. courtesy to just switch off yeah. for an hour, yeah. an hour and a half. Yeah, definitely. A little trick I use... Um, even if my phone's on silent, I still have that fear of it ringing. So I I pop mine onto flight mode. Yeah. Yeah. You know it's not going to ring. You're not going to have any interruptions for that hour. You flip it off flight mode and it's perfect. Excellent. Yeah, look, I think, uh, yeah, no matter what you say or do, even if you, you know, put these guys up against the wall, they're still going to have their phones on, on, on because – or <laughs> – or the classic one is they're in the funeral, their phone rings and they get up and they've got to answer it. It's like what is that urgent that you need to answer the phone right now? That grinds my gears. And we have seen that. Can't, can't you just wait or if if you were working and you weren't able to get to the funeral for whatever reason, well, then don't come. Or maybe live stream it if they've got a live stream link or yep. ask for the recording if they've recorded it. So, yeah, uh, so a few things like that. The other thing is I, I find is dress. Um, now, I I guess at the end of the day, whatever people wish to wear to a funeral is up entirely up to them. But I still class funerals as a, as a quite a – it's a respect thing once again. But, you know, if you want to be casual, be a smart casual. Don't just rock up in thongs and T-shirt and stubby shorts. And it is, to me, a formal event. Yeah. This is the last time you can show respect to that person. So, I mean, again, like, I, I respect how other people want to have funerals. Like, especially we've seen funerals where colour is all they wanted was people to wear bright yeah. colours. But they were all dressed smart. Yeah. They weren't coming in a dirty, yeah, well you gotta dirty be, hoodie. I think you've got to, yeah, yeah. Jeans. You know, I'd, I'd hate to see if you were going to a wedding or something like that. Would you be wearing the same thing or like what? You know, um, and it is. It, it's it's sad, but you know, um, I did see. I can't remember where I saw. It. I think it was another funeral home that the family actually asked everyone to wear casual, like just laid back casual. So they did wore hoodies and nice pants and you know. And that was them. That's that's what they wanted. So um, that's fine too. But I think it's the ones that just don't make an effort. Um, you know, and yeah. We, we see all sorts. If one funeral, you can see people dressed in suits and yeah. people dressed in thongs and shorts. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It, it, it's such a, you know... I don't know. And, and I mean, even if the family went up to him and said, hey, you know, you're my mate and it's at my mum or dad's funeral and you look like a friggin' scruff, mm. you'd probably dress up more to go down and to have a palmer and a pot at the local pub, mm. you know, because you have to. That's part, you know, I need a collared shirt. And, and you, you need, need to wear closed-toe yeah, shoes. And you can't, yeah, you can't wear thongs. So I think that's, yeah, that's where I think society has changed um, quite a bit for that. The standard has dropped. Yeah. Anything else in regards to etiquette, do you think? One that will always stick in my mind, um, and it was a funeral that we did last year, mm -hmm. 
Um, and drugs. Drugs were a... a oh, yeah. A, yeah. It does. It makes you, it makes you cringe. So, um, you know, people were openly using and leaving drugs on the coffin. Holy moly. It yep. was... Um, That's intense. Oh, it, it was really intense. And, and very it was uncomfortable for everybody. Really disrespectful. Yeah, and, and we did a burial and they were still... They were sort of underneath the flowers and I was thinking at that stage that the flowers might have been able to hide them but as soon as we removed them because they were going on top of the grave that these little bundles of uh, whatever it was, um, cocaine or heroin, I'm not quite sure what it was, um, was sitting on top. And everyone, and then the wind came and blew it into the grave and everyone's like, you know, that, oh, like, yeah, you know. And this gentleman actually passed away because of a drug overdose. Yeah. And his sister was, um, I think she was a user as well. Yeah, uh, it, was, yeah it must have been his sister. And then there was... Um, uh, yeah, one of one of the mates and all that, and, you know, they're having this big giggle behind the coffin before the service started, like, oh, you know, this is what needs to happen. Mm. And it it's was like, like their like final hurrah for him. Yeah, where and it was, and it's just ridiculous, especially it's, because he lost his life from doing that. Yeah, yeah, which is such so sad. It is, it is. Um, but look, I guess with anything, we can't control what people do, but. I think that was, yeah, you, you just don't do that. If you're going to do that stuff, do it behind closed doors somewhere else, but don't bring it into a public forum to do that. Um, and it's the same with um, the other one is if, if uh, people have passed away due to, due to a motorbike accident or, you know, a speeding, something to do with vehicles, um, e-scooters, whatever, you know, and then they go out the front and they're, you know, doing burnouts and... It's like, guys, do you realise what this person has actually passed away from? Mm. Like, because he was being a twat. Mm. Um, yeah, look, he was having some fun. And, and I can say, I, we used to do burnouts and all sorts. But, you know, when you, when you start working in this type of industry, you start to realise the things that we used to do was just bloody stupid, to be honest. Yep. You know, um, but there's a time and a place to have that. Um, so, yeah, like... But, you know, once again, it's the like, yeah, yeah, come on, Johnny, you can do it. Come on, one more big burnout for you, bro. You know, and nah, come on. That's that's a bit silly. It's a bit we've, silly. We've honestly seen it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So is there anything else that you think of? Yeah, I, I think as a guest at a funeral, um, you know, as a funeral director, you know, I I take my direction from the family. Yeah. So if if my family has said, you know what, Jess, we would really like ten minutes prior to the service just to sit in the chapel quietly. <sighs> Sorry. Is that loud? <laughs> oh. Oops. As long as Sorry. there's wine in that. Yeah. That's no, just a Pepsi. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Keep going. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Uh, yeah, so if, if the family have given me direction, you know, we don't want to open the doors because we just want a bit of quiet time mm. before the start of the service. People, I think people, and it's a little bit of curiosity and a little bit of impatience. I think there's a lot, a lot at play there. But people 
can sometimes be a little bit entitled because they're not invited into the chapel for that time. Um, and if I give direction to people in the, you know, in the foyer, yep. it's for good reason. I'm not doing it just because it's the Jess show. I'm doing it because, you know, the family have requested that. And we always give direction and say, you know, ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to sign the, memor- the memorial book. Oh, I tripped up on that. Mm. Um, you know, and we'll open the chapel doors as soon as possible. Yep. And some people do kind of think, oh, no, no, I'm going into that chapel. So, you know, if you've been asked or you've been given direction by your funeral director, listen to them. Yeah. And we also know that everyone's grieving. We know it's a really tough day. We're well aware of that and we're here to obviously make it as smooth as possible and as easy for everybody attending. But, yeah, it can be really, really tough when people are insisting to go in and we're doing what the family's actually instructed us to do. Yeah, a lot of the time it's like, well, I'll come in when I'm goddamn ready, you know. I don't need to – I don't need you to be telling me. It's like, mate, if you don't come in – you're going to be locked out. That's yeah. that's purely purely how it is, yeah. and I don't think a lot of these people understand. You know, they could be out there bloody smoking a joint or freaking I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They haven't caught up with their mates for years. Or, or, or taking whiskey from a hip flask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, I I understand. In, in one way, I think if it's immediate family and they've got something like we've had it where they've done little shots in the in the chapel. But no one else was involved in it. It was just something between them and their loved one. Their loved one, and that's it. And then everything else was all put into the bin. Everything was all covered. But I think when you publicly display things like that, you know, it. I often find that a lot of people don't have the ability to just hold on. Like Mm. wait until you're in, you know, in, in the refreshment. Excuse me, in the refreshment room or. Wherever, or in your own car, or you know, in the car park, go and do that stuff there, but don't publicly display all of that like you're the only people. Mm. And it tends to be that the friends are the ones that feel like they're they're hard done by, like, and it's like, well, the family have chosen this, not you. So, um, and you know, don't. <laughs> end of the day that's why we're called directors is to direct people to move people and i think we do a good good job of what we do um and making sure that everyone's up to speed with what has to happen now if they don't want to be a part of that then they're going to get you know they're going to get what we're going to say back to them you know yeah. Yeah. you don't move in then the family doesn't have their funeral so make your mind up yeah. which way you want to go and at the end of the day yes we're directing but we're only doing what the family asked to happen. Yeah. So this is coming on behalf of the family. So people need to actually remember to respect that family. That's right. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Um, look, there's look, there's probably hundreds of other little um, things that have probably grind our gears, I guess, with a lot of etiquette. Or, or the other, actually, the other thing that I think of too is people coming into the chapel or into the church before the family like you might have said look we've just got the doors closed at the moment family just wants to have some time well it's a public place i'm allowed in it's like but you've you're attending a funeral like if you're a public person you come into a church and you want to do some praying whatever you're allowed in because you're not connected to that family right but the other side too is we're hiring that venue Mm -hmm. for that period of time Mm -hmm. 
So we're going to allow you to go and do things. But the other side, if you're there for the funeral, then respect that family. Once again, all comes around to respecting respecting their needs and, and wants. And also the person that has passed away, you yeah. need to show them the ultimate respect as well yeah. for them at the end of the day. For the amount of time that we would utilise a public place, so we're kind of talking churches, um, community, you know, community-based mm-hmm. centres, we're there maybe for two hours. Oh, Emma, sorry. Oh. <laughs> My bad. We're there for maybe... Two hours. So yeah, that's a bit rank. <laughs> if you can't, you know, give the family the time and respect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it died because of what Emma just did. But anyway, oh. <laughs> it came in messy. and dropped to the ground. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just He's cut you gone. off. He's so like, broke. Mm, yep. I don't even remember what you're talking about. No, but no. no, it's all good. No. Um, but, yeah, respect, respect, respect. I think that is the big thing. And, you know, if they have a viewing and it's like, oh, no, I need to see Kev, you know, oh, he was my mate. It's like he didn't actually want a viewing. The family are just doing a quick one because they want to put items into the coffin. They really didn't want one either, but that's they're allowed to do that. It's not like you need to remember Kev for who he was, not now. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, look, I think I, – I just think people need to take a good close look at what – how it's affecting or how they feel that would affect them. Mm-hmm. And and I know in the light of all the pandemic stuff that we've had around the world and, you know, I guess we've lost a little bit of um, – if I use the word give a poop, you know, um, about others, I think we need to all sit down and start looking at ourselves and going, okay – all right, let's come back to normal now as much as we can and how would I react if that was happening to my family? Um, And, you know, don't take any crap. You know, at the end of the day, it's you're grieving. Your mate's going to be able to walk away from that and not really care because he's still got you as a mate. But, you know, I I think, yeah, try to get to events early. Try to, you know, the, the other classic one is, oh, I had to work until midday. It's like, okay, but... You planned that, you know. You knew that this funeral was happening. Then, yeah, enjoy it after, you know, have the rest of the day off. But you know, it's just planning and I think that's where a lot of people have lost lost the ability to plan properly to that, to to that level. And about, to care about others. Yeah. Oh, it, definitely. A bit of self-entitlement, you know. I couldn't get here. I couldn't do this. Or yeah, I, 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 instead yeah. of, you know. Um, yeah. But look, I think, I mean, even us as directors, we get we get pushed and shoved and, and, you know, like, oh, you don't know this person. But you know what? We've probably been a little bit more intimate with their loved one than what maybe that family's ever been involved with. Yeah. You know, washing, dressing, you know, closing features, um, placing, placing them into a coffin or a casket, you know, driving them around, doing the transfer, being all like close and personal with these people. And even even to the point of, you know, seeing their bits, like, yeah. you know, it, it, I don't know. It's just it. I think yeah. And I, putting their favourite clothes on them, and and the family mm. telling us what they loved. Yeah. You know, which is why you know if if the person loved Elvis, we will travel with Elvis music on. For yeah. Them. We'll have that playing for them. Um. You know, we had Foo Fighters recently, 
um, was a big one. It was different, and that and that's what it's about. But um, yeah, it, it, etiquette. Etiquette's a big thing. Yeah. Big, big, big thing. So um, yeah. Yeah, well, look, like the, yeah, etiquette, like we said, um, very, very important. Something to think about, um, you know, when you look at your own lives. I'd like to thank everyone that's joined us for this podcast today. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. And uh, for whatever you're up to now, go and enjoy the rest of your day or night. Uh, and we look forward to you joining us next time. So thank you, ladies. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Yeah. I I get nothing. All I get is this. Yeah. That'll be right. Yeah. All right, guys. Take care and we'll see you next time.